0: with over 1,800 branches worldwide. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Father Lord, when we come like this, we are connected. We are connected to the heavenly host. We are connected to the, the other believers that have gone ahead of us. We are one group, one people, one destiny in Christ. And your power and your Holy Spirit holds us together. And they are interested in how our lives end up. And they are actually wishing us and cheering us on. Thank you, my God, for the victories that we have already won in Christ. And that, Lord, you have prepared the way for us to succeed. And we shall walk the walk of faith in the name of Jesus. Amen we thank the Lord God is with us one of the things that I'm learning more and more is that the whole Christian life is a walk of faith and sometimes you are waiting for something else to be done or said you are waiting for something to appear you are waiting for uh, um, what do you call what's the song I hear uh, angels brushing wings, right? There's a song, there's a line like that. Like you, you, you want to see an angel. You want to see brushing wings of angels. You want to see the order, hear the audible voice of God. All those things are real. But God wants us to believe that when Christ came and took on human nature, that within human nature is where God resides. Hallelujah. In other words, we shouldn't be waiting until this state of perfection one day to, to feel that now God is close to me. In fact, by, by Christ coming, by the word of God taking on human form in human flesh and not waiting for mankind to be perfect, but came to join us in our state. It means that right now, right here, right now, God is here. And that, and that God is interested in us With the goal of of making us his home, we have become the tabernacle of God on the earth. Christ Jesus was the, what you call the prototype, the pattern. And that's why the devil tries so much to keep him under. And the devil goofed big time when he took him down and killed him at the cross. Not knowing that that death on the cross is going to make him multiply himself. That now he no longer has to deal with only one Christ, Jesus. He has to deal with a group called Christians. People that Christ lives in. And wherever they stub their feet, Christ is there. Hallelujah. So God is calling us to renew our minds. The whole thing is about renewing of our minds. To embrace what God has already accomplished. The whole victory has been accomplished, but we need to grow and mature into it. It's like you having a mansion in a, where? Some wild place. That Levi is not yet ready to go and live there, but is there waiting for him. He needs to grow and mature. Pakistan, Pakistan. (laughs) amen. (laughs) Why not? All right. Do you get the point? That, That what God has prepared for us is ready but we need to grow mature for him to hand over the keys to us. Amen. And so it's a question of our mind. Like, you see, when you're raising children, one of the things uh, is like when they are little, a lot of the work has to do with their body. Do you get it? Like changing their diapers and doing all. It's, it's, a lot of that is their body. As they as they they, they get putty trained, right, and you no longer have to be watching them, like us, because you you are you just got ready to get out to to go to the car. I mean, you are going to church, you are going somewhere, and you smell something funny. Now you have to go back and change the kid. So a lot of work is on their body when they are little. As they grow, you see that now they've gone beyond the state where you have to worry so much about their body. Now you need to work on their minds. Do you get it? They can take care of their body. They can take their own shower, but now it's their mind you have to worry about they have reached a state where they are hearing all kinds of ideas from all kinds of people, and your ideas begin to look colloquial. Amen. Amen. And and so uh, from from that age all the way to uh, uh, adolescence, they, they they think they know everything, so you need to work on their minds. And at the same time too, there's a switch also, that the emphasis needs to go to their spirit, because they begin to, they, you see, when they are little they'll follow you to church, right? They will go everywhere you go. But when they begin to make their own spiritual choices, so you see the progression, hallelujah, from body through soul to the spirit, and that is how it is with us. That God has already accomplished the work, but now our minds need to change. Amen. This is what this whole series is about. You know, the twenty-first statements of the Can Do Man is about a journey of faith, Amen. a journey of how your vocabulary changes, how your outlook on life changes. You speak a certain way. I think there's a scripture called 2 uh, Corinthians chapter four, verse thirteen. Let's look at that. Second Corinthians four thirteen. I believe um, we've gone through most of the at least we listed maybe up to nineteen or so. How many did we list? Twenty. Okay. So I don't know whether we will finish it today, but if not, we will continue uh, next week, God willing. But Second Corinthians chapter four verse thirteen. If you have it, you can read it for us. We have the same spirit of faith. We have the same spirit of faith all right. According as it is written, I believe, I believe and, therefore, and therefore have I spoken. Also believe, we also believe, and therefore, and therefore speak. So you see, the apostle is defining something called the spirit of faith. The can-do man is able to make these 25 statements because he or she is working in the spirit of faith. Hallelujah. The Bible said the just shall live by their faith. So the spirit of faith is defined clearly in this uh, uh, verse. The spirit of faith is what? I believe. So so the spirit of faith is first believing. Hallelujah. It says in Hebrews 11, it says, He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of those who would diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So the spirit of faith is believing. But it's not just believing. What else must you do? He said, I believe and what? Therefore, I spoke. So you see, after you believe, you have to declare. You have to speak it. Hallelujah. This idea of silent faith doesn't work. Amen. Amen. Like um, somebody met a Christian brother on campus, and um, he had been attending the Christian um, church meetings. And um, he said, Look, I hear when you were in secondary school, high school, you were very zealous and very hardworking you know for, for 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 the work of god but it seems when you came to the university you know you are a, a bit behind the and we don't see you at all what's going on he said i'm in the secret service <laughs> he said i'm in the law secret service <laughs> he said there's no secret service secret service in, in the, just show show up amen all right so um we reached number 20 i will not stay down forever is that not so? And did we read Mark seven eight? Let's read Mark chapter seven verse eight. That's a supporting scripture. Okay, as they are looking up, I will just list the points from verse eleven. Eleven says, "Let us start right now." Twelve says, "Let us work until it is finished." Is that not so? The statements of the Can Do Man: Let us not go home till we have accomplished it. Hallelujah. Fourteen: I will never give up. Fifteen. I have no time for the opposition. I like that one in particular. I like that one because one thing you find out is that everywhere in life, no matter who you are, don't think everybody will like you. Don't think that you 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 are not going to have opposition or enemies. You will. In fact, there are some who are. If you are lucky, the opposition will make it known to you that they are opposition. Then you are blessed. <laughs> opposition that declares that the opposition, that's that's a that's a perfect scenario but the opposition that is disguised that smiles with you and tricks you that one is that's very terrible so by all means there will be an opposition but you shouldn't have time for them don't don't spend all your time trying to overcome the opposition no just pursue your purpose pursue what you want to pursue Develop yourself, find out what, what are the areas you need to improve, find out your skills, find out your, um, your, your capabilities, and, and and develop yourself. And don't be looking on your shoulder and see who is watching me, who is approving me? No. The opposition, they will be taken care of after you have reached where you are supposed to reach. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I have no time for the opposition. God is the same, 16. He will help us in the same way. And that's where we read Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then 17, we say, Why not? All right, why not? Because most people say, Why should I do this? What if it doesn't work? But the can do man says, Why not? Why shouldn't I try it? 18 I will survive. Hallelujah. Amen. I will survive. It's a mind of survivor. You see, even people in the world they say, Well, this person has fought this cancer. Do you get it? They say that the person has has been fighting this cancer. You see, there is an aspect of survival that also has to do with your will. What I mean is that what I mean is that if you tell yourself I am done, then your body will begin to what develop accept and develop uh, all the things. Your body will begin to shut down because you have told yourself that that's the end of me. Hallelujah. But if you tell yourself I will survive this, I will survive. Even if you don't survive, it's better that you go down fighting than you you go down with a with, with a defeatist mindset. Hallelujah! Amen. I will survive. That's a can-do man. There another one said, "I will shine." Amen. I will shine. Arise, shine. Let's look at that scripture. Arise, shine. I believe that's Isaiah um, chapter sixty. Arise, Isaiah chapter sixty. Okay, um, Mark seven eight was in support of the point that says that um, I have no time and I I will not stay down forever. Hallelujah. I will not stay down forever. So let's look at that. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Hallelujah. So so you see, it is about, there are people who are in partnership with devils. You see, here's the thing sometimes people don't know that they are working with devils in opposition to you see as for the devil he's he's looking for people to employ so people who are not engaged in seeking gospel and giving themselves to god they become easy agents of the devil So some of the people that are harassing you some of them are not deliberately picking you and harassing you but they have just made themselves available the devil is using them hallelujah that's what the scripture says that we should uh, the, the warfare is really against the devil and and often when something major is happening you will see that you will see the other things in the physical begin to happen so sometimes if a, 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 a principality or power that is in in charge of something is judged hallelujah because you see you see that when when Daniel was praying and the angel after 3 weeks the angel showed up and then angel said that you, you see the day you began to pray your prayer was answered but the prince of the power of darkness withstood me three weeks hallelujah so that's a revelation that there are agents and spiritual principalities and powers over regions hallelujah and sometimes they are over regions sometimes they are over people sometimes they are over areas and they don't work alone you see and no government works alone no no uh uh um, even the state government is divided into uh, counties, is that not so? And, and there are departments. So it, it, the, everything you see in the physical is also in the spiritual. So that so a principality in charge of a region also has subordinates and people that they have delegated power to, hallelujah. And then it comes all the way to the individual level. Now, what happens is that when a power, when a small a small power that is harassing you Sometimes it is linked in the network of other powers. Hallelujah. And when God judges the big power, every other power that is linked to it falls. And sometimes it even affects the physical ground. Like when Christ died on the cross, when the full price of our sins and our sickness and our shame and our failure and every bad thing that the fall did to mankind, when that thing was when Christ died, those things were judged. In other words, the full extent of of judgment had been done it's like it's like somebody with a gun loaded right when all the bullets are out they are they are powerless against you so when Christ died the devil had no more power against mankind anymore God allowed the devil to use his full bullet all his ammunition and after that the devil was powerless are you getting a picture and so when Christ died, that's why there was an earthquake because the, the principalities and the powers in the region were shaking and the earthquake that was happening in the physical realm was just a a, a physical manifestation of what was happening in the spiritual realm hallelujah are you with me somebody and so and so this is the mindset we need to have that Satan may be watching and thinking that you're going to forever remain in darkness now you say no don't rejoice over me what i'm going through is just temporary amen i may be going through a temporary a temporary situation like like i heard somebody say don't ever say you are broke you are not broke You may be having temporary cash difficulties, but you are not broke. You, the person, are not broke. Amen. Your bank account may be having a few uh, uh, anemic situations, but you are not broke. You are a child of How can you be broke? You are having a temporary cash situation, but you are not broke. To to, to say you are broke is like you are making something that is temporary concrete. Amen. Are you listening to me? All you need is a word from the Lord. A word from the Lord can let a fish come out of the sea with a gold coin in its mouth. If you remember Peter's experience. Hallelujah. Alright, so do not rejoice over me. That's number 20. But uh, it's even linked to number, um, number 19 where we said we were going to. Remember the last verse here. The Lord will be a light to me. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Remember that hope is linked to faith. Do you get it? The mindset of the can-do man is that the can-do man works in faith. But you see, faith is the is the final state of a state of having um, an, in anticipation of something good going to happen. Faith, When you reach the state of faith, the faith is what? The scripture says in he- Hebrews 11 that faith is the substance of things hopeful. Hallelujah. The evidence of things not seen. When it says substance, another word is what? The down payment. Hallelujah. It's like you do, You have not yet entered into the house but you've given a down payment and done the contract is yours it's like you've been, been given the keys but you see before you get to hope sometimes before you get to faith sometimes you have not reached full faith yet so hope becomes very important because you see on the journey of faith you must have hope if faith is the what substance of things hoped for you must begin with hope that before you get into full faith amen and hope Is the expectation of something good coming out at the end. You may be in darkness, but he's the mindset of the person. That look, I sit in darkness, but I see light at the end. This is not my final state. Don't laugh at me. This is not my final state. Hallelujah. So let's go to, on that same point, let's go to um, Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come. You see, the reason why he's saying, Arise, shine, for your light has come, is if your light has just come, it means just before the light came, where were you? You were in darkness. Hallelujah. And please keep in mind, the Bible has been written for human beings, not for angels. Not for Gabriel and Michael. The Bible has been written for human beings. So for me, I embrace weaknesses. Paul said, I embrace my weaknesses because when I am weak then I am strong hallelujah the whole purpose of the scriptures why all these things were written was for you to see that what you are going through others have gone through before and that you are not a bad person just because something bad is happening to you people that have worked with God have gone through all kinds of things hallelujah the mass of a great person is not going to be because you never had any challenges The mass of a great person is what you were able to achieve in spite of your challenges. That is why John Wesley is revered, and John Wesley is highly respected. John Wesley had one of the most difficult marriages a Christian minister can have. Hallelujah. But in spite of his difficult marriage, he was able to build a worldwide organization, so much so that up to today, you go every corner of the world, they have a Methodist church there. Hallelujah. And so, and so, you see, the problem with man and most people is that we like rehashing our problems. We are talking about the 25 statements of the can man. It does not say the can man had no issues. Amen. We like rehashing our problems. Why do we like rehashing our problems? So that we will get sympathy from people. And look, I'm human. You see, I said the Bible was written for humans. So everything you are going through, I'm going through too. Amen. Either I'm, I have not gone through yet or I have already just came out of it. Amen. The, you see, God has designed it such that in this human world, then, unless you are an angel or a spirit floating around, you will experience some things. Some things will sift through you. Amen. And it's not everything that you talk about publicly. But you see people walking around like that, smiling. You think everything is well and dandy. Look! <laughs> it's not like that at all. But the question is, what of what of what substance are you? Hallelujah. That you've just come out of the jordan you know come out of the jordan and everybody is hearing the proclamation from heaven you see behold this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased like it's like bishop coming here and introducing me and uh, and is look it's looking great not knowing that right after that introduction by the father himself he was not going to endure harsh treatment in the wilderness now we now we need to see what type of son are you amen and so we are going to test whether in, 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 the, in, the, in the midst of your formation, of, your of, of great hunger, and, and being harassed by wild animals, and all this, you are going to use your powers to do magic at the bequest of the devil, who is a rebellion and a fallen one. If you listen to him, you have disobeyed God. But if you don't listen to him, you are going hungry. What are you going to do about it? Take this stone and change it into bread. Hallelujah. He's going to take a look at the stone and say, look, Man shall not live by bread alone, because, because he says in later in John chapter four verse thirty-four that I have meat to eat, I have bread to eat that ye you know not of. There's a certain bread that I have to eat. You see, certain you think all I'm about is to fill my stomach, all I'm about is to do magic for you to entertain you. No, I'm not here to do magic for you. I'm here to do my Father's will. And unless my Father tells me it is time to eat, I am not going to eat just because I'm hungry. Hallelujah. He was passing the test. May you pass your test. Amen. Hallelujah. May every difficult, tricky test that come to you, may you be able to see through it. Because it looked very logical that look, if you're hungry and you have power to eat, to change bread, to eat, why, why not? But he saw through it that look, this whole thing is about who you listen to and you believe and obey. I would rather obey my father and go hungry. Rather than change bread, uh, stone to bread and eat. He said in John forty-four, that look, don't worry about me eating. Said, I have a type of meat to eat. That you know, my, my meat is to do the will of my Father. And then when he had graduated and gone beyond past the temptation, now he himself became bread for people. When you pass the test, God promotes you that you become a source of of nourishment to others. Look at it. He was in darkness. We are in darkness. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. You see, this whole thing is about, it's about how you see. Amen. Every terrible situation that comes to us, everything we go through, is the perspective from which you look at it. The can-do man does not just look at it from the physical, naturalistic, fallen state world. You look at it from the angle of the risen Messiah. Hallelujah. From the angle of the risen Messiah, the the Kandu man will say, look, my light has come. This looks like darkness, but my light has come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So the Kandu man said, I will shine. Number 20, I will not stay down forever. And then, let's look at Jonah. Number 21, my enemies will be disappointed. Jonah chapter 2 verse 1. Number 21, my enemies will be disappointed. See, the can-do man, before you make a statement to another person, make that statement to yourself. 25 statements of the can-do man It's not just a statement that you make publicly to others. When you yourself, deep within you, you don't believe in it. Because remember the order. Second Corinthians 4.13 I believe, and therefore have I spoken. You must believe first, before you say. You cannot say, you cannot say, be not afraid. When you yourself, you are afraid. <laughs> Like that Christmas play I keep using as an example. Christmas Play of Kiss. The kid who was acting as the angel, supposed to slide down from a ceiling on, on these ropes they have hung there. He was afraid of heights, but he didn't tell the, uh, the, the the director of the play that I'm afraid of heights. And they cast him to play the role of an angel. <laughs> and, and he was sliding down because you see, he's supposed to slide down and come and tell Mary, be not afraid. Do you get it? As he was sliding down, <laughs> he became nauseous <laughs> and, and ended up throwing up. <laughs> on everybody. See, so that, see that, that he was saying be not afraid but it was an act. It was not from the heart. It was not from the heart. We are talking about believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth. Do not pray to the Lord his God from the fish's belly. Hallelujah. So, we are going to keep going. And he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction. And he answered me out of the belly of Sheol, I cried. And you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the floods surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. He's talking about a person in Great Depression. He's talking about a person who has sunk very deep. He's talking about a person who, who has gotten into a state where everything seems to be against him. Do you get it? You have a choice. I remember in economics, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, 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 a clause, a phrase, scarcity and choice. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Scarcity and choice. Choice is a great thing. As long as you have a choice, your, your options have not finished. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, when you don't have any choice, that's where there's an issue. But so long as, and here, here, is, here is the choice? The choice is either you can tell yourself that I am not going to die here in the belly of the fish. I still have one option. Amen. Like in this country, when somebody is arrested, what what do they have? What, what, what do they have uh, going for them? At least one thing to make a phone call. In certain places, you have first of all the phones don't work. <laughs> Amen. Amen. In certain places, there's no phone call. Before you, you, you can say Jack uh, uh, Toronto or Jack Robinson, you are beaten completely, and whoever you are going to call, when they come, they won't even recognize you. Amen. But here, you have the choice. You have the option you have a phone call. This man in the be- be- belly of the of the fish decided to make a phone call. What is he saying? Into the heart of the sea and the flowers around me and in your bellows, you have passed over me. Okay? He's praying. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. He said, he felt like God has rejected him. He felt like, I, I'm in the middle of the deep. I, I, I'm in the middle of darkness. Okay? I, I feel like there's no hope. There, there, there doesn't seem to be a way out. But he said, look, rather than remain depressed, rather than remain there's no way out, rather than continue on this trail, because the thing is that, the one of the 24, uh, semester, what have you got to lose? So, look, in the state of hopelessness, in the state of not finding a way out, we must still say, yet, yet, or nevertheless, I will look again toward your holy temple. Because in that state, either you continue on that depressive route, or you look again on God's holy temple and you must choose right. He said, I said before you what? Life and death. Choose life. Amen. Keep going. The water surrounded me, even to my soul, the deep clothes around me, which were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moors of the mountains, the earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought me up my up my life from the pit, oh Lord my God. You see, when he was saying this, where, where was he? He was in the belly of the fish, but he's speaking a word that has not yet happened, but he's calling for the things that be not as though it has already happened. He said, You have brought me up, brought up my life from the pit. So, in other words, he seeing the end before it happened. Look at the Genesis chapter 1. The first day, the evening came first before the morning. He says, God divided the light from the darkness. He called the the light day and the darkness night. He said, and the the evening and the morning, the first day. So the evening came before the morning. (laughs) Look at Genesis 1 again. And and then you get the impression that God always ends before he starts. What it means is that, you see, see, the, the whole thing is that in the mind of God, everything is already accomplished. It is just us. Who are growing in faith to see what has God God has already done, so that we can walk in it. God is not sitting in heaven uh, uh, stressed at all. The issue you are facing, you are faced with. God is not stressed at all. As a matter of fact, you see one of the things, brother Ishmael. One of the things that one of the things that uh, uh, is surprising is that sometimes you wish you can have a, a conversation with God and ask Him that so so. Are you aware of what is happening to me? Yes. Have you seen the Encounter movie? The first one. The Encounter movie, the first one. We watched it here a while back. There's a scene that the young girl who had run away from home met Jesus. Who was operating a restaurant. Brother Francis, have have you seen that movie? Oh, you and I should watch it. We should make it one of our movie events. Remind me, it's one. It's a very fantastic movie. Jesus, I don't want to give too much away, but Jesus had come on earth and he was operating a restaurant, and this young girl who had run away from home ended up at the restaurant, and 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 Jesus was telling him, "I am Jesus. Believe in me." And she started laughing. I mean, what are you talking about? Then he started telling her events in her life, which nobody else knew, to show to her that I am truly Jesus. And so when Jesus told her about the day that I think the stepfather tried to rape her or something like that happened, she got almost angry and almost violent. So you were watching. So you were standing there. But Jesus then told her other things. That if it wasn't because he had intervened, this and this and that would have happened. Hallelujah. You see, from where God sits, a lot of things are linked with other things. But we just need to trust God. And we need to believe him. Even though we don't understand all that we are going to we need to trust and we need to believe. And we need to have hope that God is still at work. Even though we may not feel any goosebumps, have you prayed and felt goosebumps before? Yeah. Look, I've prayed. One day I led a prayer meeting in a, in a certain church. In the middle of the prayer meeting, I, I, there, there was, there was a, a wall of glory around me so that when I, I go here, I hit a wall. And, and I was still in an open place. I've had that before. But I've had countless other prayer times where I felt nothing. Where I felt like, Is this prayer really working you see you shouldn't let your faith be based on those experiences your faith must be based on the word of god that even when i don't feel anything god is still listening hallelujah is somebody getting blessed we are talking about the can do man all right so my enemies will be disappointed all right and that you may okay let's go to the next couple of verses and then maybe we'll close when my soul fainted within me I remembered the Lord and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple okay those who regard worthless adults forsake their own mercy okay let's add the next one but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving I will pay what I have vowed salvation is of the Lord Say salvation is of the Lord Put your hands together unto the Lord. Rise up to your feet. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for your power. Thank you for your ability to, to redeem and recover and to sustain and to, and, and, and to silence the voice of the enemy so that your children are rising with renewed hope and strength, believing that God is at work and that this is not our final state. For you are bringing us from from glory to glory. From faith to faith. So we give you honor. Thank you Jesus. Let's take out a good offering. Let us bring it before the Lord. You can also do test to give. Thank you Father. For receiving us and our offering. In the name of our dear Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.